Hi, Evie. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, can we I actually have glasses today, not Slurpees. Ooh, we got a little clean. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. That's cheers. good. Cheers, cheers to the queers. I actually need my water then. Mm, that water is refreshing. It is. I'm drinking so much water now. My roommates gave me one of their big water things. Um, water bottle, but uh -huh. like a good one. Uh -huh. But it has the straw in it. The You know, like the big straw thing. So uh -huh. you just like pop Constantly, open the thing. Yeah. yeah. And the amount of water that I'm drinking, it's insane compared to when I had to like do the tip back thing. Like it's <laughs> such a difference. I don't know how to explain it, but I drink it all day. All day now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like breathing now as opposed mm -hmm. to tilting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so it much easier well, to just breathe than tilt. It, yeah, and to be fair, the tilting is... It, those water bottles aren't great for that. It's not, you know, like, it's like this little square thing you're drinking it out of. It's just, it's not... Yeah, and if that little hole, the air hole, is, like, hindered in any way, <laughs> it's just... It's like, not... Come on! It's not that. Like, the the... The straw motion thing is so much more effective. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I drink a ton of water now. Yeah. And Diet Cokes. God, I'm fucking bad with it right now. <laughs> oh my God. I'm at two a day, which is insane. But I mean, I got to give myself a break, you know, like I quit drinking alcohol entirely. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And so I feel like a few Diet Cokes is not. You know, I am big on that. I'm big on like, listen, if I'm listen. giving this up. Cut me some fucking slack over here, okay? Because I need to fucking, you know, even myself out over this way. Yeah. And then I'll work on this thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I had like a kind of an, you know, like a, I hated the way that like I was drinking alcohol and all that stuff. And it was like a big change. So if I'm going to fucking Diet Coke, so I'm going to, I'm going to let myself do it. Diet Coke, the new alcohol. <laughs> it's. You know what? There is there is a market for it though, because I'm on like you know like your algorithm on like social media finds you, and for some reason I get on Diet Coke TikTok all the time, and people talk about how they like <laughs> they go and get like go to McDonald's to get their like daily Diet Coke because yeah. their McDonald's soda is so good. I don't. What is it about their soda? It's I so fun. Their regular Coke, McDonald's regular Coke Mountain is Coke from. And I'm not a Coke girl by any stretch. I am a Pepsi. You girl, are a Pepsi 100%, girl. Yeah. But a Coke from McDonald's satisfies. So I will say, Diet Coke from McDonald's, but Diet Pepsi from the gas station is my favorite. Their Pepsi Max thing, those are so good. Yeah. I have one at home. Half it's half gone, so I'll have to get a fresh one on the way home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad, but it is my thing right now. Well, that's you know, there are worse things to have. Yeah. I um I my so another thing I I I was watching again TikTok and I came across this video. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but have you ever heard of uh Krava and Kratom? Yes. Okay, so I didn't know what they are. So first things first, um the video was cool. There's a, a Krava Kratom bar in New York City. So there's no alcohol, but there's the, you know. And, yeah, and, they and, have them, like, in L.A. as well. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Krava is, like, the, I guess, the the relaxed, laid back. And the Kratom is more, like, a, awake, like, alertness. I, that's that's Wait, how they're. Where were we? Oh, no. You know what it was? It was when we were in St. Pete visiting uh, JJ and Tom. Yeah. And they there were, like bars or something yeah, they, and like, it's like there a was thing a, like a festival going on like a street fair or something that was going on and they had those and we were like curious about it but we were also like well we're not really in here for the long haul yeah so 
Probably not. We got to get home tonight. Well, so I, I was, I got curious about it because so my friend, I have a really good friend who loves Crayton. Well, she used to drink it, and I'm not gonna lie. I swear to God, I always thought it was bath salts, and I was concerned about her drinking it. She's one of my best friends, and I was always like, she just randomly likes to drink bath salts. I don't know why. I thought, literally thought that Kratom or Kratom or whatever it is, I thought it was bath salts. So she'd be like, "Do you want some?" I'd be like, "No, I'm, I'm all set." I took a shower. I'm good. Yeah, like I'm good. Like uh, that's the zombie shit, you know? Like I'm. I really yeah. thought like it was like, yeah, but it's not. And um, and so she gave me one, and I drank one, and I was like, woo. <laughs> all over the place so i kind of liked it i don't know that i'd it's expensive yeah like i don't think i'd go buy like the little because i was curious at the gas station i asked him it was like 20 dollars for a little drink of it i don't think i'd do all that but yeah. i would definitely go to the bar and check it out yeah well one. i think that was part of the thing with us too down there it was like it was kind of expensive and there was a cover and it was just sort of like yeah ah, was, yeah i know but i thought it was it's kind of cool i like it i mean i like it made me it felt like um like a triple espresso okay not like a coffee but like a and nothing crazy i mean i'm, I'm not gonna lie though if, uh, if i had any vices it would definitely be upper so i like that stuff <laughs> so that doesn't bother me some people are really sensitive to yeah it. i can't stand that feeling. oh no i love it sign me the fuck up adderall that stuff that wakes you up i sign me up but like i don't do anything anymore so it was like like a triple espresso it was nice i was like wow but <laughs> Not too crazy, but it's not bath salts. I felt I felt better when I found out what it, that it wasn't because yeah. I was always like, "She's so wild to me. She's got it so together." And then she just yeah, randomly she, like, does like a zombie every bath now and again, salts. And then, you know, <laughs> now she's fine again. Yeah. So, um, so did you have a nice week? Did you do anything special? That's all right. I'm I'm gonna tell you guys right now. Uh, this intro is gonna be really fucking long, and I get it if you don't want to hear everything about this concert that I'm about to get into. <laughs> so skip ahead. We're it should be. You'll see little sections if you don't want to listen to about what I'm about to get into. So, um, I went to the Eras tour this week, um, and that's a Taylor Swift tour, and it was the greatest concert I've ever been to. It was crazy. It's crazy, right? It was. It's was about eighty thousand people. Um, I I got a little anxiety the day of because it's overwhelming. You yeah, know, that's a lot of people, and I was like. Fuck, there's no, you know, I was at a hotel that was just far enough to not walk, like two miles. Uh huh. Yeah. And and Detroit is still, you know, mm -hmm. so from Motor City to Ford Field, yeah. it's a weird walk. There's yeah. that whole Motor yes. City's kind of over on the the western. Yeah, it's a kind of a weird. Yeah, area. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't even have surrounded by freeways. Yeah, like yeah. you don't even, you know. So um, I was a little like anxious about that. And, you know, so it was like the whole day is kind of like getting to it, you know, and then I, I got there and I got checked in. My room was late. I was starting to get anxious about that because it was like 4.45, 5. And I'm like, the concert starts at 6.30. I don't, uh, uh. and I was like, what's the shuttle? How does the shuttle work? And yeah. of course everything worked out, Yeah. you know, but I, w I wish in retrospect, I wouldn't have had put all that shit on my head because, you know, that can make things like more stressful than they need to be. For sure. Um. And then I got there, and I've been to a bunch of concerts. Actually, I've been to a ton lately, but like I've been to a million concerts. There's nothing like this. I don't even know how to explain this. First of all, I mean, I've never been to Ford Field before, but I'm sure you've been somewhere that's that big. I, I don't know how to explain the amount of people that were there. Like, I've never seen anything like it. Like, it's 
there's first of all there's so many people in Detroit and it's all Swifties in Detroit which is funny because all the people who made videos about like what the fuck is going down in Detroit today well, Motor City Pride was also happening mm -hmm. in Detroit so there was actually a lot going on in Detroit and the Tigers game the first Friday night there's a Tigers game going on at the same time Saturday it was on going on earlier I but can't imagine how much they made in parking <laughs> Right? Um, yeah, and like that was a cool thing. I had parking, everything was free for me. The shuttle was free. But um, but when you like arrive, I mean, the lines are incredible. First of all, like the merch lines were insane. And we knew that ahead of time. The merch outside, you could, you know, you didn't have to have a ticket, so you could go and get it. So, of course, the lines are going to be insane. But the merch lines inside were insane, too. Um, just the amount of, like, people walking into the the stadium was like, Ugh. Like, it was, it was, it was a, a lot. Yeah. And so, and I got in, and everybody was dressed so cool. Like, the thing about Taylor is, like, her music, there's, there's so many different stories and characters and, and inside jokes she has eras and er eras yeah so <laughs> and in each era there's all of this and so there's a million costumes you could and i can recognize almost all of them from every joke you know from whatever but then some people who didn't know that probably were there and was like why the fuck is somebody dressed like a hamburger like why is am i know, at comic-con why does this girl have a shirt that says wide-eyed gay like there's all of, yes, it's a, it's a, it is a comic con. It is exactly like that. So the costumes, Swifty con. So the costumes were so fucking cool. Um, and then one of the most interesting things about this this tour that Taylor's done is that she's had queer openers for every single every single opener she's had has been queer. Hiem is the only band that I don't think they are I, I mean they're sisters and I don't think any of them identify specifically as queer but they're all very queer adjacent mm -hmm. other than that Phoebe Bridgers Boy Genius which is Phoebe Bridgers band um, Gail Owen and Girl in Red Girl in Red is a lesbian musician and literally the way you ask other people if they're gay is if they it's like it's a running joke even if you don't listen to her that's how you like that's how you flag like a lesbian like oh do you listen to girl in red and if they say yes then you're like okay that, her, so i don't so her openers like it's a pride fest already like just her openers alone, right, right right and girl in red was awesome um but i will never ever ever be able to explain or duplicate the feeling of the be before be after girl in red and then when she, there's a couple songs that come on and then the um applause comes on lady gaga song the applause and you know that she's about to come out and then there's a big clock that comes out and and the clock is two and a half minutes and that moment of like that right there i the whole stadium was like vibrating it was insane i've never seen anything like it I've never felt anything like it. I was like, ah. I was like shaking. And then Taylor does this thing where she gets she gets rolled out to the stage in a janitor cart. It's a big black and pink janitor cart. And the first time people kept seeing it going back there and being like, I bet she's in there. Cause there's this running joke with her that she used to travel in suitcases. Like she would be in in luggage and security would carry her in and out of places uh -huh. in crates and stuff because she can't fucking go anywhere, you know. Um, and so t she's in the janitor car. So when we saw the janitor car coming out and like knowing she was in there, and then the 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 era 
the like the intro, the music, in little clips from each of her eras. You know, her eras are all of her albums. It's all kind of a different aesthetic. Right. It, it just, it was nothing like it. It was so, the energy was so insane. Everybody was like going nuts and shaking. I was like shaking, literally. And then she comes out and there's, well, this like beautiful like opening comes out in like this like sort of huge floral designs kind of come out of the stage and she's like in them and then she comes out and like just the show goes on and it was just it was unreal first of all she plays 44 songs which is insane that's such a long concert yeah and it's so like it's so high energy i don't know how she does it like in incredibly and it's so it's it was nothing like it it was the best show i've ever been to obviously um everybody talks about like how they have this like amnesia after but I think it's more so because the, the the parasocial relationship that Taylor Swift has created with her fans is unlike any other. And so her music almost kind of demands an intimate audience and setting. And that's the opposite of it. So you're in this whole like headspace of like, oh, that's Taylor. These are my songs. You're related to all these things, but it's all with all of this, this many people. And you're seeing her in this tiny, you know, I had great seats and it was still like little, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so that mix of it, and I was trying to keep that in mind, like, oh, this is a really cool experience, something different, you know, than the experience I had with her music. It was just, it was such, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It was so emotional and awesome and incredible and the music was so good and she sounded great and the crowd was just unbelievable and you scream everybody screamed every lyric every yeah, lyric yeah. yeah yeah every lyric and everybody was screaming and crying so how and late up. did the show let out uh it let out at 11 30 okay yeah so it wasn't too bad i mean she was on 8 30 to 11 30 i mean but for her that's a that is okay. a long time. That is a long, and she does really long ass and time. she goes, she yeah. goes, you know, and then every single um, show she does secret songs. So she did her, you know, her two secret songs and a little bit of it's acoustic, some on the piano, a lot of it's production. Uh, one of my favorites, I'm really leaning into her reputation and reputation happened with the, when the Kanye West thing, when all that shit went down with him and then everybody called her a snake and nobody liked Taylor Swift in 2016 everybody hated her for a little while then she came out with reputation and in so when when it was time for reputation that she had like she everybody wore these little bracelets these cool little bracelets that would like light up uh-huh. and so she had it so that a snake went through the whole audience from the bracelets so the light it was like <laughs> oh a, that's oh, really it was cool. so fucking cool and the whole intro for reputation and those songs are just they're just bobs like every I mean it was I don't know. It was unlike anything. It was the best concert ever. I'm and so she's excited gorgeous. For you. She's gorgeous. But my favorite thing about her, I'm going to show you this after. <laughs> she has the worst posture ever. She's probably one of the most beautiful women in the world, and I obviously love her. And that girl will still stand like this. Yeah. You, she, I, you posted <laughs> something, and I yeah. She's like, I love it. She's so, but she was so good. Everything was so good. It was perfect. I love it. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. How was your week? My week was nothing compared to yours, but it was well, a good week. I mean, <laughs> what did you do? Anything fun? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, well, we celebrated Jen's birthday this weekend. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Jen. That was fun. Yeah. I um, I, te- I text her. I got like five different dates for her birthday. I don't know what day it was, but 
<laughs> I kept seeing like somebody else would be like, "Happy birthday," and I was like, "Oh, I thought it was a couple days Which ago." Which day was it? it was I don't Monday. know. I I don't know, but I sent her a couple texts. So yeah. So yeah, that's we celebrated Jen's birthday and had a good weekend. Where'd you guys go? Um, well, we went to uh, we went to brunch at Cork and Gable oh. in uh, Corktown. I'm not familiar with it, but it's, it's cute. Really it's a really good. cute name. It's really good. And then they they kind of uh, she and Amos and a couple of other people went out and had like Sunday fun day. Nice. And I uh, well, it was the Monday before Sunday. <laughs> it was like the sixth, I think. The Monday before the day. Sunday. What I. <laughs> What I is know, today? Not last Wednesday, but the no, not today's Wednesday, not today's last Wednesday. Monday, but the Monday before. Yes. Oh, so her birthday was like ten days ago. Yes. Jesus, she's been running this birthday thing for a real long I, time. I feel like I wished her happy birthday again, like two days ago on Facebook. <laughs> well, like she's happy birthday for the last birthday time. Month, birthday month. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, well, happy birthday again. She deserves <laughs> happy it. Happy birthday, Jen. I, I got to house sit for her and hang out with her kitties. Um, yeah, her kitties were really sweet the other day. Lugosi and Luigi. They are the cutest. They are. Lugosi's really sweet. He's He loves the snuggle. Luigi is still a little, like, skittish. The last time I stayed there, when it was longer, yeah. he finally started getting used to me, yeah. but Lugosi was, Lugosi would come, I'd sit in that chair and put my feet up and Lugosi would be like right here. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's he was really best. cute. Yeah. He's the best. Really cute. Um, cool. Uh, Alright, so that was a long intro, so Shall I'm sorry we? about that, but you guys all need to, to hear every Living vicariously through Nicole eras. is... I'm wearing my Eras merch. I love it. I love it. It was such a good show. God, I can't even, I just can't, I can't explain it. Like, ugh, I got chills thinking about it. All right. Let's get to topic. Let's do it. How long could we be a sad song Till we were too far gone To bring back to life I gave you all my best beats My endless empathy And all I did was bleed As I tried to be the bravest soldier Fighting in only your army Front lines don't you ignore me I'm the best thing at this party And I wouldn't marry me either A pathological people pleaser I only wanted you to see her, and I'm fading, thinking, do something, babe, say something, say something, do something. Evie. Nicole, did you watch that? <laughs> I wouldn't marry you either. <laughs> I wouldn't marry me either. You wouldn't marry me either? I wouldn't you marry, marry you either? No. 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 <laughs> I have been waiting all week to talk about this. Queerdos, we're talking about the Netflix series, The Ultimatum, Queer Edition. I bum, think bum, bum. everybody, I think every queer person is talking about The Ultimatum. I think lots of us are for sure. <laughs> no, it's like, it's such, <laughs> that it it's such a hot topic. It's yeah the hottest topic. Yeah. What a wild fucking show. It really was a wild ride. It was it was really good. I have to say, just initial like first impression after watching the first uh, episode, like Amos and I both got like choked up in the first episode. 
And I can't remember why. I can't remember what happened. <laughs> I, I really need you to remember. I really need it's been It's been like a week since I've seen it. How can I remember? I've already started watching other. But I mean, but ultimately, like, because the thing was, is like, generally speaking, like, right, I love watching these shows because it's pure trash. But this one didn't feel like pure trash. Okay, can we talk about the 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 glare the thing that I took away so hard from the very first part of the very first episode was the host. I'm sorry. Oh, the but- host was so like who the fuck are you and why are you hosting this why? show? I mean why? Who in Netflix why? So why I, did you decide the, on a straight lady? Like for the real. The straightest lady, first of all, in the way that within five minutes of the show starting one of the girls asked like oh you're not queer are you like it was almost like in the girl's contract like i'll host but i do not want people thinking that i'm like a fucking girl kisser like i don't want people thinking i'm you know a lesbian i did not kiss a girl and like it okay i the way that they were like you're not queer right she's like i'm not okay what like what but also why 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 like why? But also, like, if it was a straight host, it'd be so. F- well, it was a straight host, but in a, like a straight show, the way that they'd never be like, "Well, are you know, you're not straight, right?" Like, it's it's such a wild fucking thing to. Yeah, and well, I, I mean, you it, can't tell me that like they couldn't find a queer. Oh my god, Wanda Sykes, fucking Margaret Cho, any the the girl's friend that was friends with um, I can't remember who she was friends with. Oh, was it Yoli or I don't know whoever her friend was that one friend I really liked she should have hosted oh yeah uh. she should have hosted <laughs> her I liked her anybody anybody in the me me anybody in the fucking world we could have hosted absolutely and there are not plenty of queer people out there that could have fucking hosted the, the way that she, I mean well, even ex reality show contestants who are queer do you know what I'm oh saying? my god there are plenty you know we've done the the other ones as well yes but. um what's her name uh who who's uh gay jesus lesbian jesus um the girl from lemonade mouth she's a singer Haley kyoko her girlfriend who was from the bachelorette like let's you know she came out her and Haley have been together for years there now you go. have her fucking she's hysterical there you go anybody anybody in the world i but mean the shit i would have even been happy with tila tequila okay i mean no just- she's a nazi Oh, no, is she? Yeah, like like not even like a joke Nazi, like went um like full swastika what? Nazi. Yeah, so no, <laughs> we're, we're walking that. Back. We are walking that way far back. Like what? Yeah, yeah. She went like full swastika, and then she went into like how um like literally like how why anti-Semitism is the way like full Nazi. Oh, so, good yeah. God. So not her. Okay, definitely not her. <laughs> Not her. But I mean, I so was confidently, thinking, you know, yeah, trashy. But you know. remember the firefighter chick that she dated? Yeah, her. Yeah, why not her? Yeah, a gay dude. Honestly, Anybody. Andy Cohen. No, I'm done with. <laughs> you know what? Okay, but- I absolutely knew that that was going <laughs> to be your response. Listen, my 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 this intersection of oh, you know, Vanderpump, everything, Andy Cohen. He pisses me off. I don't like it. I think he's a misogynist. I'm over him. But he, but I would have preferred him over her because it was so ridiculous how she was like, make sure you guys say that I'm not gay in the first like five minutes. Yeah. Because they yeah. like, there's no other reason for that. So, so ridiculous. Yes. Anyway, 
But, 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 that being said. There are plenty of spoilers, and oh, we're not going to hold back. So if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it and then come back to us. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yes. Um, so it's a, it's a one season, I think 10 episodes, around 45 minutes an episode, pretty easy. The premise is, it's a it's fucking weird premise. It's the weirdest premise. Do you want to explain it? Yeah, so essentially it's five couples. Mm -hmm. One person in the couple has I'm issues. having you explain it to me because I didn't quite understand it. So <laughs> good. Okay. One person has essentially issued an ultimatum to the other partner saying, I want to get married or we're breaking up. Okay. So they come on to this show to see if so isn't what they do is they come on the show and they enter this experiment. Where for the first week that they're there, they're sort of mingling, right? mingling amongst, yeah, the other couples, right? And getting to know other people that they potentially could see, you know, a possible, a possible relationship with. At the end of that week, they choose somebody. So real quick, didn't they say that there was like, when they were picking out the people to be on the show, there was compatibility amongst like they found people that might be compatible with other people yeah, there. They did so, say yeah. that you're compatible with more than one person here. Okay. So there must have been like, um, well, they probably like one of those old like match.com quizzes. You yeah. Know? I was thinking one of the ones from like YM magazine where you do like the little like, yeah, oh, yeah. Answer those. Like yeah. Cosmo. yeah. 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 YM. Oh my God. Wow. I am a hundred. <laughs> I found my old Delia's catalog the other day. I don't even know what that is. Like, it was like a, a gap kind of in the late night. Delia's. It's okay. like the best clothes. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, boat nerd. Oh, well, we had a very different very aesthetic different growing up, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so back to the. So, so the first week they, you know, get to know other people. They figure out who they potentially want to match with. Right. Then they break up with their significant other and enter into a quote unquote trial marriage for three weeks, three weeks with one of the other people's partners. And then at the end of that three weeks, they reconnect with their original partner and live with them in a trial marriage for three weeks. And then at the end of it, decisions are made as to who they want to they Stay have with. to I, now yeah. they they can choose their original partner they can choose their new partner or they can choose themselves and if they choose their original partner they have to get engaged yeah i mean like that's sort of the thing yeah but well, it's but that's the I whole mean, that's pr the like the premise is like yeah. yes yes yeah, so engaged. if you you're engaged or yes. if you're a new partner you're engaged <laughs> and they and we were so worried about gay marriage being legal and this fucking nonsense. Like, and, and, oh, and I should say also, there is a straight ultimatum too. Yes. Yes. I wouldn't, just I wouldn't watch version. it. I don't, I don't, I honestly think that it's inappropriate to have straight people on TV, but honestly, that's just my, I mean, I just don't think. Do we have to see it? I, I mean, like, it's fine if you want to be straight, but do, do you have to, like, I just don't want the kids in my face. It. About, I know, honestly, what I feel it, like I it's grooming. Yes, and they'll be sexualized. Well, mm -hmm. I don't want them turning out straight. Agreed. I have listen. I have straight family members. I have straight friends. It's you know. I have it's straight not like I hate family straight members. People. But yeah. Anyway, that being said, <laughs> what a wild fucking premise. I don't even know where to begin. 
I guess we should, should we go over the couples real quick? Yes. Do we have them up somewhere? Yes. I there, can... So there are five couples. Okay. Uh, there's Lexi and Raylin, Lexi and Ray. There's Yoli and Mal. There is um, Tiff and Mildred. God, you're good. She hasn't even looked at the only person. I remember three names from there. Uh, we have Vanessa and Xander. And then we have Aussie. Aussie. Oh, she's so quiet. It's easy to. Oh, and I really liked her. Oh, me Sam. too. Sam. Sam. Aussie I and think Sam. everybody did because she's legit the most like fucking chill one on the list. Right, show. right. Okay. So now just up front, a uh, quick pronoun check on all of these folks. Um, with Tiff, we have they, them. Okay. Mildred is she, her. Mal, she, they, them. Uh, Yoli, she, her. Vanessa and Xander are both she, her. Um, let's see. Sam, she, her. Aussie, Aussie. And did I leave anybody out? Aussie's partner. I said Sam. Oh, you did say her. Sam. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And Ray and uh, Ray and um, Lexi. Lexi are she, her. As okay. Well. Um, Lexi is. Very young. She's 24. She's the youngest one on the yeah. show. Yeah. She's blonde. She's uh, very well endowed. <laughs> I mean, it's impossible <laughs> I know. to miss. I know. That's like a whole con. That's like a whole talking point in the show. But it just sounds endowed. Just It's such a strange word I for it. Um, I'm 100 years old as well. <laughs> no, she's a uh, she's. She's really, we'll get more into her because she comes off, she's really well-spoken and she's, she's really smart. And that, I mean, that that's not going to change, but her age does come out a little bit more. I think Ray Lynn, you could tell is much more reserved. And I swear the kid looks like the whole fucking show. Like, what am I doing? Why am I in this show? Like you can tell that some people just aren't into reality, you know, when they got kind of pulled into this and you could tell that she's kind of, into this um yeah yoli and mal uh mal's gorgeous yeah i so um, is yoli i mean yoli is too yeah stunning yeah they're both like confident and kind of i'd say mal's a little more masculine presenting mm -hmm. um and they seem oh oh um in between lexi and ray lexi gave ray the ultimatum Yoli gave Mal the ultimatum. Um, Sam gave Aussie, Aussie the, ultimatum. the ultimatum. Sam Mildred. and Aussie are kind of, uh, I don't know how to explain Aussie. Aussie just is left all the whole time. Anytime any shit went down, Aussie had, had Aussie's water bottle. Yep, I'm out. That water bottle <laughs> and in this backpack. little bag constantly. Every time there's a conversation going, every time Aussie was just out of the fucking room. Um, Sam seems is gorgeous. They're just she seems really just together, and also she gave Aussie the ultimatum. Right. And um, Mildred gave Tiff the ultimatum. Yep. Mildred and Tiff. Tiff's a little more mask presenting. Um, they're I they, I didn't get a lot of personality in the show. Seemed pretty. Like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my first impressions of everybody that okay. ultimately evolved right over yes. time. Right. So like. My initial impression of Lexi was um, 
Yeah, that she's really smart. Yeah. Um, and really mature for her age. Yeah. Like really um you know, I you know, I mean, she just seemed to have a lot of really good insight into relationships sure. at such a young age. Yeah. You know, I was like twenty four is young yeah. to be exactly in that place. Yeah. Um Ray I agree. Like, I mean, she's cute, right? But I mean, she's adorable. she just sort of seemed like what? Why? Yeah, what? Yeah, like a little bit. Like, oh, I don't know if I really she, want to be here. She's on TikTok too, and she said that she's like, I'm reserved. I'm not that person. Yeah. yeah. Um, my first impression of uh, Mal and Yoli was, I think I already told you, like, whoa, they're both fucking stunning, right? Yeah. Like, they're just ah. Uh, hot looking couple yeah <laughs> and then um mildred and tiff um i really honestly i thought tiff seemed a little bit lechy at the beginning i thought tiff seemed like a little bit of like a dick that's what honest. i mean yeah. like in the sense of like Tiff just seemed like to want to fix problems by like making out and like fucking Mildred as opposed to like actually trying to talk to Mildred. And it just was kind of gross to me. Right. Yeah. And then we turns out though, Mildred did pull some shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I, I didn't like realize I said, all that. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this is all just first. First impression. Yeah. That, yeah. That well, I'm just saying evolved over time. I know the whole domestic violence assault charge thing and stuff. So it's hard to like, not think of it under the you know that context even though you didn't find that out till the very end right but right right i don't know yeah for the i mean tiff seemed like a dick though just in general tiff was a dick to what's her name too when they did the trial thing sam. we'll get there though yeah. yeah so then yeah so then we have sam and aussie and like my first impressions of them was like i really thought you know sam was really adorable and just really beautiful yeah and really sweet seeming um, Aussie seemed kind of cool. Yeah. Um, who else? Xander and Vanessa. <laughs> Xander, first impression, seemed a little churchy to me. Yeah. I got kind of a churchy vibe from Xander. <laughs> I was thinking nerd alert. <laughs> I hate to so say for that. you nerd, yeah. for me churchy, it was just sort of. Uh, nerd alert. Yeah. Uh, just, and that's not the case at all. But no, go ahead. No, absolutely no. Not. And then Vanessa, like my first impression of her was like. Um, <laughs> she's really having fun with this process. Yeah. Like, and it's, at some point, I don't know if it was in the first or second episode, it kind of comes out, uh, during conversation that, you know, she'd never really dated around much. Right. And she just kind of, you know, she was, and en ended up in a relationship with Xander and Xander was sort of her first sure. experience with, you know, queer experience or, or whatever. And so it kind of clicked with me at first, right? That like, oh, that's why she's so like into everybody because it's sort of like a smorgasbord. You know what I'm saying? You know how when you first come out and you're like, you don't know what kind of queer you are and you're trying to figure yourself out. You're like, I like this person and this person and this person and this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? But really what you have is like an affinity towards this person or maybe you want to be like this person or you know what I mean? As opposed yeah. to really being attracted to that person. So that was my first impression of Vanessa and then who else do we have is that everybody that's everybody okay yeah yeah so they kind of break off and and you can see little bonds sort of forming um Vanessa is the biggest talking point right away because she's it's a lot uh 
yeah, I mean, she's she's pretty. She's very pretty. Um, but she's like immediately fucking obnoxious in this way that's like it's it's really easy. I don't know if she got like a really bad edit because it's really easy to dislike her. Like she they make her so unlikable, which leads me to believe that they needed a villain or something and they edited her because God, in the beginning, she was just right. So, so everybody meets up for that week, right? Yeah. And then they go off and couple up, right? So who do they recouple with? Well, so Vanessa immediately starts with Lexi, remember? And they like go on that sort of date and Lexi pulls her fucking card. I can't remember the context of the conversation. Well, but. Okay. My, the, I think it was still when they were in the dating process in that week. Before yeah, yeah, they, yeah. That's they, before they really. No, no, no. Um, in that week, she was on a date with, I can't remember who, if it was like Tiff or Aussie. It was one of the more masculine presenting people. I can't remember who. Wait, um, Vanessa? Vanessa. Mal. Vanessa went on a date with Mal first. That was the first person she went on a kind okay. of date with. Yeah. And they were having they were having like dinner or something. And maybe I'm maybe I'm confusing different it's, scenes. It doesn't it's matter. Fine, yeah. So they're they're having a conversation and at some point they start talking about the process, right? And she says something about how Xander obviously isn't going to leave her because she's beautiful. Th that's Lexi. So this is so she was with Mal first, but this is this oh, is when, when Lexi called because this is when Lexi pulled her card and was like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I guess I was confusing scenes then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very easy to do. Yeah. So it, it just and it all happened so quickly, but that's what I'm saying. They made Vanessa so unlikable in the beginning because Vanessa's literally. Basically, I say I always say literally, and I gotta drop that fucking word. It's never gonna happen. But she basically says, um, "I'm the best Sander could ever get, but I don't know if Sander is the best that I can get." So I, and you know, I want to, and she's so like, there's she's so cavalier about it. Yes. She's like, and so I'm, you know, dating around to see, and Lexi's like, that's not what this is first of all first of all the way that you're talking about xander is gross lexi calls her on it and then lexi's like that and that's not what this you're not even allowing the idea that like xander might meet somebody here so that's kind of taking away from her part of the process right uh, on top of being just a complete dick and then also you're not really looking to to be here to like get married it seems to, or, or to maybe even consider that it seems to me that you're kind of looking just to be on a fucking reality show which really that's how vanessa reads in the beginning is that yes, she just wants to be and that's why she's like i'm pansexual like put me on anything i'll date you know she's like <laughs> makes it clear that she's like i'll date you know i yes. just want to i just want to try and try and try in the way that she's like yeah and in her face is kind of like this weird frozen smile because i think that she's like what am i doing what is this what, what is, is happening what isn't this like the bachelor and lexi's like i think you're fucking crazy and i think that this is you're in it for the wrong reasons and i think you're awful don't ever talk to me again and she hung up she held on to those beliefs yes she did yes she did and then the fucked up part is that vanessa ends up with ray who is exes Lex lexi <laughs> 
Le- I can't say it. Lexi's, Lexi's ex. ex. So that's that's tricky. That's right there. That would I I would puke. But um, and so okay. But enough about them. So that's so that's who couples up though, right? Yep. So we've two. got Ray and, and Lexi. Le- well, no, Ray and Lexi split oh, no. up. <laughs> Ray and Vanessa. It's all going to be super crystal clear at the end of this, right? Yeah, Ray and Vanessa. Well, everybody's already watched it. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So. It's not clear. It's not going to be clear at all. Ray and Vanessa, and then um, so we've got Ray and Vanessa couple up, and then Mal couples up with Lexi. With Lexi. I don't Yoli. remember their conversations because I feel like they had zero chemistry, but they were both, they're both equally attractive and they had a nice conversation, but I don't feel like there was any heat there or anything. Uh, let's talk about Yoli last. Well, I'm just saying who the couples were, okay. the new couples. So then we had uh, Yoli coupled up with Xander, Xander. and then uh, we had Sam couple up Tiff. with Tiff and Mildred coupled up with Aussie. Aussie, Yeah. And I think that's everybody. Yep. Yep. Okay. So we already talked about the other part. So back to like once once they start getting coupled up, what yeah. did you so, think about them then? So Mal and Lexi? Yeah. So I think when they first got coupled up, like there was chemistry initially. And the thing was, is like as their trial period kind of progressed, like Amos and I both noticed like a real shift in the energy between the two of them specifically and and who knows when any of this happened right but like in terms of editing what it looked like it seemed like there was a real shift when after uh mal introduced lexi to her friend her friend and her friend was just sort of like not having it and like her friend was like is this a get out situation (laughs) (laughs) blink if you need help and mal's like no it's good um, but I think that that was it, you know, the initial thing for that I think maybe knocked Mal a little bit, like kind of like, whoa, yeah. wait. You know, because I think initially, you know, they were kind initially, of caught they up were like, let's in, get married. Yeah. They were kind of caught up in the moment. You know what I mean? For and, a minute there, they were literally like, let's get I could see this. Let's do it. Absolutely. And they were having like these hard conversations, right? And these like very adult conversations about yeah. very adult topics you know and and they were clicking really really well but in in that after that it seemed like it became a little bit more distant and platonic yeah that's okay I, that's what i really want to get into is how weirdly platonic these situations were and sometimes well sometimes they weren't but if they were supposed to be but that i'll get into that in a second so yeah i can see what you're saying that how that that shift there maybe that's what i'm thinking of like lack of chemistry because towards the end there it was just not they had nice conversations but it didn't seem like they were right it wasn't like you know that like right i mean like it i think it initially started to shift after Fingergate, which we'll get into as well yeah like because yeah lexi was having a hard time moving forward from that and mal was i mean it was three weeks Mal was yeah. trying to be there and, and comfort yeah. her. And at some point, you know, Mal was just sort of like, okay, you know, if you can't move forward from this, then I don't know if we can. Yeah. And then pretty much kind of after that, they met with Mal's friend. And then I think that just kind they of were just like the deal buddies. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, Tiff. Tiff and Sam. Tiff and Sam. Um, they, they were just didn't. It didn't. There was no chemistry. Nothing. There I all. feel like they paired off. Because there was 
That was they who was left. <laughs> I literally, <laughs> there was nothing. That's 100% how I felt about like, that, too. They didn't even hold hands once. Well, Remember and the thing that? was, is like, I really do think that, like, Sam was kind of open to yeah. exploring some of that, you know? And I was actually surprised that Tiff wasn't, right? Because yeah. I told you, like, my first impression of them was Tiff that they get were, it. Sam's like, super just attractive. to get it in all yeah. the time, right? And Sam's- so when Tiff didn't, like, become that kind of lechy person with Sam, I was like, okay, well, maybe maybe my first impression of Tiff is a little bit off. And then they had this sort of, like, almost, like, buddy relationship. Yeah, and I feel but like the- Tiff was the one with the friend. Yeah, Tiff's friend was awesome. Tiff's friend was Tiff's friend is the one who should have hosted it. Absolutely, we need to find it. We we need to Google that. We need to find Tiff's friend's name because that person was awesome. Um, That person was awesome, and also when that that person spoke, I don't know how their pronouns. Honestly, that voice shocked me. Yes, yes. I mean, she's got a great voice, but I didn't expect it to come out of that face. Do you know what I mean? It was just, it just was like a real big mismatch. But my Natasha. God. <laughs> There's a whole article. They are amazing. Tip's friend Natasha should have been the host of the ultimatum. Absolutely. That's the first article. Okay, so Absolutely. Natasha. We, we love Natasha. Natasha. Natasha should have been on it. Natasha's Absolutely. made for that. Well, anyway, so I, do you remember, though, the big the big issue that they came across was the dogs? And to be honest, I sided with Tiff here because although, although I am the same, I'm, you know, how Texas and I are. But then again, I mean, what was the dog issue? The dog issue was that um, Sam was basically like, I don't want to sleep in the same bed as a dog. Oh, okay. So I, a part of me is like, why well, would it be like, fuck off? But then again, also some people just haven't slept with dogs and they don't know, you know. So I don't know. I'm fifty. I would have to. We would have to see how the conversation went because that is tricky. I totally hear what you're saying about the dogs. Yeah. I really do because I mean. I at first am a I was huge like fan of sleeping with my animals. Yeah. But at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Like, there definitely has to be a kind of a conversation about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, and if like, somebody's never a done it, to like yeah. compromise on both people's parts, right? Like, maybe some nights we sleep with the dog, some nights we don't. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know what that looks like, but I'm just, you know. I mean, at this point now, as long as I've had Texas, I, there's no way I could be like, well, okay, he's just not allowed to sleep with me anymore. Absolutely. He slept with me his whole life. He's 16. You know. It's it, sort of part of the negotiation so it's, process. Yeah, yeah. But the way that she was just like, you know, and I get what she's saying. Like, I'm always going to choose my dogs. I, you know, my dogs are always number one. I'll never choose. But she was just so harsh about it. And 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 I I don't feel like she was even like, I'm not sleeping with dogs. The whole conversation was kind of more along the lines of like, oh, I've just never really done that. And I don't know. It just was so defensive. And and it, I don't know. The, the chemistry wasn't there. I right. feel like there was not even really a friendship. It got better. It but- did get better. And it, well, like, and Sam even pointed out the fact that like Tiff had made her, made their dog um, chicken and a bunch of other yeah. like fucking stuff like for uh, two full weeks before they even like made Sam anything in terms of food do you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah yeah sort of like you know you can still treat somebody like a person yeah and, you exactly know, like- <laughs> it was weird um yeah they were matched up in in the weirdest way um okay uh so then, then we have Aussie <laughs> I'm sorry and Mildred Aussie was my favorite on their whole show Aussie was wild <laughs> Aussie like the whole mo of like leaving is so real 
the way that Aussie, Aussie's pronouns are Aussie, so I'm yes. sticking with that yes. there. That's why I keep saying. But Aussie, like <laughs> every conversation, Aussie's saying, "I don't, I, I'm out. I don't want to have this conversation. I can't have this." Aussie just packed up fucking constant like a constant packed up and just left you could tell they were kind of just paired together too like there was no chemistry there was but also there was no way they were ever gonna work I mean Mildred is a very confrontational person yeah and leaving really has no issue with like picking right back up from and you know what I mean like Mm. yeah and Ozzy is like nope I'm not about to have this conversation it's escalated far too quickly for me I'm out every conversation Ozzy was like I'm Ozzy just pack would literally pack up grab that water bottle and leave the whole production was just chasing Ozzy it was it even was, at the restaurant honestly it was honestly there was funny. no bag yeah, there, or no. water bottle but, but it was still- standing up and leaving um <clears throat> it was honestly funny though <laughs> Uh, and then we have, okay, so then Vanessa and Ray. Vanessa and Ray. And then Yoli, Yoli and, Xander. and Xander. Now this is. Let's do Yoli and Xander and we'll finish up with Vanessa and Ray, yeah? Well, I I think it's it's complicated because I feel like they're all four. Yeah. It's, it's kind so of intertwined. intertwined. Yeah, agree. Um. So Yoli and Xander, though, I honestly thought like that was it. They that were, was the couple. It that was everybody palpable. was shipping. The chemistry was there. They were Xander. First of all, I was totally like nerd alert in the beginning, and and not in a way that's like really bullying nerd, but in kind of like a dorky, cute way, you know, like charming and endearing. But Xander came through. Xander is was has a very attractive personality. I mean, she's attractive in general, but like her personality, like you could tell she started to like come into her own. It wouldn't surprise me if we don't see her on another show because she had some star quality there. For sure. I feel like in her initial relationship with Vanessa, a lot of that was sort of, you know, Vanessa takes up a lot of room. She yeah. takes up oh a my lot God. of the oxygen yes. in the room, right? So Xander, and I think, you know, That's maybe, a great way to put it, too. Maybe Xander, you know, at that point in time was a little bit more comfortable sort of being, you know, in the background, being sort of the supportive player, right? Not the star of the show, you know? A hundred percent. And in, but in the process of all of this with Yoli and all of that stuff, it really seemed like Xander <laughs> started to realize, wait a minute, I'm I'm the star of my own show. The, the reason and why I, I wanted to talk about them last is because I mean, it was a little star cross there a few times. There were moments with those two where Vanessa had to be on her ass with because she never, ever considered that an option. And out of all the couples, the only two that were even kind of real, I think, you know, not original couples, but I mean, that the paired off, the only two were Yoli and Xander. And I really feel like they... They were a thing. They should have, they could have, should have, could have, would have. Should have, could have, would have. I know. I mean, they definitely had uh, a very strong chemistry. Like, it really was powerful. Oh, my God. And then when. And, and you were rooting for them. And it wasn't even like Mal is a bad person and you didn't want to see Mal hurt. You know what I mean? By Yoli leaving. Mal. I didn't love Mal towards the end. I'm going to be honest. I. There were moments for me. Like, when Mal. Did, we'll, 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 yeah, okay. We'll get to that. Okay. 
But so well back to where we were kind of at because it's really hard. It's a very emotional show. Okay, we're lesbians. It's emotional. Come on, give us a minute. Um. So and then we have Ray and Lexi or Ray and um Vanessa. The, they're the other ones. Yes. The the final. And so okay, real quick, let's talk about them for a minute. Um, the things that I found weird. Okay, well, wait, I want to start here though. Like that is another couple that honestly felt to me like. Vanessa just chose Ray because she knew that was her only option. Yeah. And Ray is adorable. That's what I'm saying. But like, also, I feel like they did kind of go into it in the beginning. That wasn't the intention to go into it to be like, to, to a mock marriage, whatever. Yeah, trial marriage. I didn't understand. One of the things that I was really confused about was that Lex, or not, I always say Lexi, fuck. One of the things that I was really confused about was that Vanessa was so adamant about it not being romantic but like i do like wasn't the point of it to try to be like i feel like right but so at the beginning so that was kind of the thing like that vanessa was trying to say like so you remember when vanessa introduced ray to her father yeah and she was like this is where i get my views on marriage you know yeah it you know i mean her dad was very much like you know the kind of person who's just like, you know, when a woman starts to fall, starts to get feelings for me that I'm not reciprocating, I immediately end it because, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to go through all of the dramas and all sure. of the things. Right. And the Shane vibes, huh? Shane vibes, total Shane vibes. <laughs> but I mean, so she definitely had come into the situation thinking that maybe she didn't want to get married at all. Yeah. Right. And that was sort of. I guess that's fair. That's fair then that she didn't go into it really trying because it was strange to me how they like in the very beginning were like, and then they kind of, then finger gate happened. Explain finger gate. So essentially, um, (laughs) (laughs) while there were other, you know, trial marriage couples that did hook up and, and make sweet, sweet love. Um, Xander and Yoli, because they were literally in love. They were in love. They even said, I love you. I know. For three weeks. But anyway, go ahead. So, I mean, like, come on. You haul it, baby. Um, So, but Vanessa and Ray did hook up. Yeah, they had sex. And it was um, something that I think that, like, at least on the show, you know, Ray pretty much regretted almost immediately Mm -hmm. because she also recognized, I mean, that she was just fucking around, right? Like she was just fucking around to fuck around and she didn't have, you know, any kind of like emotion or intention behind it. You know, she was just Poor girl. Imagine being in that situation, you know, and we'll talk about that in a minute. That's sort of, you know, what, you know, what happened, you know, two consenting adults decided to fuck around and ended up hurting some people in the process. Right. I mean, because Lexi got super upset about it. And I think, the thing too, I think that with the whole Lexi getting upset about it had a lot to do with her opinion of Vanessa. Yeah, when she called Vanessa, pulled Vanessa's card, everything changed because then when Ray chose Vanessa, vice versa, Lexi was fucking devastated and you could see it. And she was also mad because she was like, not only, at, wait, wait, did I really sign us up for this? This, you know, like any normal fucking person, I, I how could your relationship survive that? Like, I could never. Like, you're kind of <laughs> signing up for your partner to potentially no. leave you and <laughs> or cheat on you and then have to, like, reconcile with that. You I, know could, I, mean? I don't understand that. technically yeah. not cheating. I know, I get but I. It, but, mm, uh, uh, anyway, I could never do that. I'm just not fucking i'm not like progressive enough or strong enough not evolved enough no i would have i would have like <laughs> literally 
I just couldn't. If my partner ever suggested it, no. Well, especially with the one person that you think of as your like kind of evil nemesis on Yeah. The, and then know, yeah. <laughs> so then so then we call it finger gate because Lexi, they all go to dinner after their mock three week wedding with their the other people, not their original partner, their new partner. They all go to a dinner. Um, and Lexi asks, did you guys have sex? Like in front of everybody. And then you well, could and see. she knew because yeah. she'd gotten some texts. Yeah. She had hurt. Yeah. She, yeah. Ray told her. Yeah. Ray, told Ray was her. upset. And she's like, do you guys fuck? And she was so vulnerable. She was like, well, was there, was there mouse? Was there fingers? And then you could see Ray's face. And it's just like, she's like, <laughs> fingers. Oh my God, please stop talking. And so, yeah, it was definitely. Cons- <laughs> and Vanessa just had this like, joker smile on the whole time and you like she was frozen like i i'm just not gonna move i feel like i don't know well we need to get we need to dig deeper into vanessa but i feel like it was also i i just really don't think that any of them had any fucking clue what they really signed up for because i feel once lexi realized it she was like what the fuck what are we doing what are you doing and that's when like you said when with mal Aussie bounced immediately <laughs> like everybody the only the whole show was set up so that Xander and Yoli could meet and fall in love and then they they so go back to their original partner. they go back to their original partners now and they're in their three-week trial marriage with their originals now obviously there's issues because first of all you've just been fucking around for the last three weeks with somebody else so that right there I mean I don't know I don't feel like I would been fucking strong enough to handle it right well i mean part of the the i think intention behind all of this stuff is right is that you know when you're with somebody else like you know you get new perspectives on life you gain new insight into relationships you gain new information so going through this process with somebody else in the prior three weeks that was at one point a stranger to them and then kind of going through and having these you know hard conversations that they were having about, you know, all of the things, right. That that was in some way supposed to help them, you know, sort of figure things out in their own relationship. Right. So I think that's what the intention is about all of that. But I mean, it's also kind of like a weird thing to like, there's something wrong with my relationship here. So (laughs) you know what might fix it. Somebody else. (laughs) I mean, I just, could you do it? Like if Amos was like, that's it, we're getting married or you're, and we're going on the show, would you do it? Could you could you do that? No, no. And honestly, like, so that was the other thing. Like, I do have to say, like, about this show and and all all the people on it, Um, like, I give them all an incredible amount of, like, kudos and, like, props for fucking doing it because, like, it really was pretty raw at times, like, some of the emotion that was coming out of people and humiliating. Yeah, yeah. And embarrassing. You know what I mean? I mean, like, and, and I certainly saw some behaviors, right, that I take on or that Amos takes on or that other people I know take on, you know, in relationships that sure. aren't necessarily the best qualities. And it's really easy to point them out in other people, right? It's really always so much harder to see them in yourself. So having that sort of mirror up in front, I was just sort of like, no way is anybody ever following me around with a fucking camera because I am way too crazy of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, 
who who did you was there anybody like you were particularly fond of um well obvious i mean i loved xander and yoli i mean their whole little story was adorable and they were so cute yeah okay um, well w- so well, when they but, oh go ahead but let's let's keep going with the so then they get back together oh uh, yeah yeah and they kind of try to figure out if they're gonna stay with that person now or you know, if they can work through their shit yeah yeah, yeah yeah so essentially by the end of the program right like everybody gets engaged to their original partner except xander and vanessa yep xander was like no <laughs> i mean I, the xander first was like the first proposal was mal to yoli i cannot believe that that happened and to be honest with you like I knew the second Yoli said yes and that they were walking away together that it was not going to Yeah, last. and Yoli regretted it too. See, I really feel like this whole show was set up so beautifully for Yoli and Xander to end up together and just be happy because they could have just... And it's hard. You know what? Listen, though, I got to say it's hard. It's hard to leave your whole fucking life behind for something like that. I don't know if I could do it, but I do really think that they were real. And the way that I really think that they were real, I really think they could have could have been something. But I know, right. Yeah. But um. so, yeah. So she says yes to Mal. Uh, Lexi and Ray get engaged. Le- Lexi and Ray get engaged. Yep. Lexi manages to move past Fingergate. Yep. Uh, we've got Tiff and Mildred get engaged. Gaged, yeah. And then, um, Aussie and Aussie Sam, and Sam get, get, engaged. get engaged. And then Vanessa and Xander come together and... They do- and Xander's like, I can't do it. I, I just can't. can't. Yeah. And, and it's a shock to Vanessa, right? And you know what? And Xander did that it. because she wanted to be with Yoli. And uh-huh. that's, I know. God, Yoli should not have said yes. That was the worst time. And then when Xander and Yoli had to like so say then, goodbye to each yeah, other. Yeah. Then they have like that. That was the worst. That they have this afterwards, after the engagement, before the reunion, they have this whole thing where they're all in the same place together. And Xander and Yoli find like a little corner and. Xander, the first thing Xander says to her is, you're so fucking beautiful. And I'm just watching this and I'm like, oh my God, like be like, I was like believing in love and the way that Yoli's like, I said, it was like the fucking notebook. And then Yoli's like, I said yes to Mel and I didn't wear the ring because, and that was so shitty to not wear the ring. So then Xander had, oh God, my heart. They just had that well, moment. And then there was a moment, too, where I honestly thought Yoli was going to change her mind. She, she should have. And come back for Xander. Because, like, they did have that moment where they came back together. And she's like, wait. And I thought for sure she was going to change her mind. And no, they just, you know, said goodbye again. And it yeah. was so, so heartbreaking in that moment. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, I did. I I laughed. I cried during this entire fucking season. Like, there were definitely some conversations where I was just like, oh, my God, this is awful. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, it's... Well, so back to what and we're I saying, mean, like... it really was raw. I don't... You know, I mean, like, they really showed a lot of raw emotion from yeah. a lot of these people. Um. Yeah, that's why I, I really... Xander and Yoli were the ones that I really felt. I, I feel like... so. With Ray and Lexi, I liked Lexi. I did think she was really mature and stuff like that. But her age came through towards the end. It did. The, the whole when you that was a hundred percent right. Yeah, like, 
because I was talking to my sister about it before I had seen like I was like whoa she's so mature she's blah 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 my sister was like well her age does come through and it I was comes like, oh, through it sure does it's and just, you know that's fair she is 24 yeah I was, was I would fucking nightmare I was, I was a menace at 24 I would not have been able to be on that show <laughs> well actually I would have been on the I show on the show and I, I would have been swinging from the rafters yeah and I would have I would have fallen in love with everybody I would everybody would have seen my boobs I would have been absurd. Um, okay. So, okay. So when it all comes down to it, so you get to the reunion. Yeah. And we find out, out uh, that Aussie and Sam are still engaged. Yep. And Ray and Lexi are still engaged. Yep. We know now that Mal and Yoli have broken up. Yep. And that Mildred and Tiff broke up. Yep. And... Do you want to talk about that part? Um, I mean, no surprise, but Ma- well, so uh, um, Tiff and Mildred, though, I guess there was some domestic violence is- um, situations, and I don't, I know that there's still stuff going on, so I don't know exactly what happened there, but like they were just definitely separated. And then Mel and Yoli, I feel like the shitty part, what I didn't like about Mel is that it immediately turned into the same issues that they had before right after. Like, nothing changed. Like, the ultimatum did nothing. And I don't know that it's fair that you gave somebody that ultimatum, but you did do it, and they agreed to it, and they, you know, so, I mean, I don't, I think it's shitty in the first place, but there was no changes made. Right. Well, I mean, the thing that bugged me was when Mal uh, at the last party, when uh, they were trying to get Xander before they had to make the final decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mal was trying to get Xander to say whether or not they would, um, whether or not she would, yeah. you know, Oh, are she choose your forever? Yeah. No matter what you, will you choose Yoli no matter what? And like, Afterwards, you know, she and Yoli, or Mal and Yoli had a conversation and Yoli was like, you took the choice away from me. Yeah. You know, by doing that, you know, and like, I thought that that was a valid yeah, point. And I thought sure. that was kind of shitty, you know. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I thought Mal was, Mal was a little bit of a, a bully towards the end, to be honest. Um, but also, to be fair, the way that she was like there and then Yoli's over with the fuck after she accepted her proposal Yoli's over there with Xander making eyes and holding hands and saying I love you literally I love you I know and that was shitty too don't know like I can't imagine like trying to even go through those three weeks knowing that your partner is in love with somebody else as well right you know what I mean Mel should have straight up fucking left the situation really hard not to be Mel should have left the situation she you could tell you could tell that they were legit. I don't know if they were in love, but they were legit something. There was something. The way that they look at each other. Mm-hmm. So, so, the reunion. Longing. So much longer. The reunion. We find out, um, like, those situations, right? And, the, like, Yoli and, what was it? Yoli and Xander were still talking. Like they've still been talking on Instagram and they were supposed to get well, together. Well, they had talked and but they didn't. They, yeah. Well, they got together once and things had just sort of fizzled out by then. So, so I went down like a little bit of a hole yeah. to see where everybody's at now. Yeah. Ray and Lexi are done though. <gasps> no. Yeah, they're definitely broken. They were broke. So this, this was like filmed years ago is the problem. I know. So when was the reunion filmed though? I thought that was like recent. Well, I don't know when the reunion was, but I know they're done. Okay. They split up. Lexi has brown hair and dresses entirely different. And it literally looks like a different person. Ray is so fucking funny. Ray's one of my favorite people to follow on TikTok. She's so like, what was that? Um, 
Yeah, uh, they're they're all they're all the only two that are together are fucking Aussie and Sam. Wow, they are together still. Good for them. Aussie and Sam made it. Um, now, who was your like? Who was your like favorite like maybe person on the show? Oh, so it's weird. So I keep I keep thinking of the different places in my life and and what there's this time in my life and this is hard to admit that I would have been so fucking into Vanessa physically yes because I like the like she's cute she's kind of like um unconventionally pretty in in this way and I don't know I think she's cute but she's I I really she's horribly I, I really think she was edited poorly but her personality would have killed me now. But when I was younger, I probably would have been all over it. Um, I like Ray and Lexi. I feel like I would be friends with them. Lexi's funny on TikTok. I mean, I feel like you can know people a little bit more on that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Ray's funny. Um, Mal is, again, very attractive. Um, But, like, even still on TikTok, it's, like, too cool, for, you know. Yeah. Um. I think Yoli is gorgeous and funny, and I just, I don't know. And Xander, Xander is the one who's like, I, everybody's in love with Xander now. Yeah. There's so many people <laughs> fucking, Xander came out on top. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, And I mean, you know, Tiff and Mildred, they're both really attractive, but they just didn't give, there wasn't much. Aussie's gone. I don't know. Aussie left. And then Aussie yeah, left Sam, Sam is on Aussie took Aussie's water bottle and backpack and left. Sam is on TikTok and she's adorable. Um, she's super attractive too. Yeah. Super attractive. I don't know. I yeah. Well probably for me, Ray. For me. Yeah. Like in terms of just watching the show. Yeah. Not in terms of like who I'd hang out with. Oh, or sure, any, sure. Any yeah, of yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. None of it's real. Honestly, my favorite is Vanessa. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is it was that your controversial opinion? It's my controversial I knew it opinion. was gonna be that. You told <laughs> me like, out of one and I said the only controversy She's my Jenny Schechter. Okay. Yes, okay. I'm saying so it. Jenny Schechter vibes. She's, yes. And here's the thing, like, yes, she was awful and horrible. And I don't know if that was a problem of editing or if that's just kind of where she was in her life yeah. at that time. But throughout the show, like to me, it really seemed like she did have like a little bit of an evolution and she yeah, really sure, started sure. to see how her behaviors, especially with the Xander bombshell, right? Yeah. I think that really threw her her for a loop and made her like really kind of reflect and reevaluate things. And on top of that, I really think that all of the ways that she acts out and, you know, like craves the attention and the me, me, me and, yeah. and says these outrageous things. It's all fucking insecurity, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, it comes off initially as narcissistic, but eventually like you really kind of start to see the cracks in this like facade. Oh, well, percent, yeah. And it really is just like, okay, this poor little girl really fucking yeah, needs that's a what big I'm fat fucking hug. I know myself. I know a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But if I, when, if it was a situation and I was just there and it was like picking, I know a hundred percent I would pick Vanessa. I know myself as much as I'm like, oh, because she, <laughs> It's the Jenny Schechter thing. I want a million percent picker. Yeah. And I really hope that Netflix does a queer ultimatum part two. Me too. Let's be on. I'll be on it. I think you should. 
Mm, I'll be the host. Let me host. Ooh, we should host together. Let us ho- Netflix. Netflix. If you guys want us to host out there, queerdos, write Netflix. Yeah, tell Netflix tell all Netflix. about it. I mean, tweet it. I can't even think of anything better. We should host. We should absolutely have a queerdos dating show. Well, I need to date first. I need to find a date. And oh my can... god, we really need to I flesh mean, this know, out. This would be such an amazing being idea. Singles dating Nicole. No, not a show about dating me. Yes. Absolutely not. It would be but the queerdos no. version of The Bachelorette. I don't. But... No, you know how you know. Okay, any Jenny Schechters or Vanessa's out there? <laughs> like, I, you know. This would make for amazing TV. I'm just, I'm just saying Netflix, hit us up. At queerdos on Facebook and at queerdos <laughs> on, on Instagram. Now we don't have to do it at the end because we already did it. Um, <laughs> but. About- yeah, so I um, let me think about that. Let's let's think about that, and uh, maybe yeah, Vanessa's, Jenny's, um, you know those the problematic people. Hit yeah, hit me up. Especially if you live in Alaska, in, in Australia, in foreign countries like Alaska, the Netherlands, um, Whittier, Alaska, especially. Do you know? Are you familiar with that? That's that town that exists in an apartment complex. And you have to take a tunnel to get there. I have not experienced this. <laughs> I haven't experienced it, but I'm interested. <laughs> but I want to see the Northern Lights. Anywhere there are the, the Northern Lights. Actually, fucking anywhere. Literally anywhere. Are there Southern Lights, too? Like, in the Southern there Hemisphere? Are. There are. It's see? a little different, but yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So, we could do, we could do um, you know, Patagonia or Antarctica. Yeah. Oh, I love the Drake this is Passage. The da- this is the dating, the, the queerdos dating The date dating is show. going across the Drake Passage. That would be the date. That's the dating show. Oh, I like this idea. Yeah. Like we combine adventure and dating. And vomiting. And queer stuff. Vomiting. A lot of vomiting because it's very, I, I used to get sick on the ferry to Nantucket. I'll definitely get sick, but I'll do it. All right. So that's the I'm dating really show. I'm really not into body horror. I don't, so what does that mean? The Watching people throw up and stuff. Nobody's going to watch me, but it's going to, the Drake Passage, <laughs> we're all going to have barf. I really don't even know what you're talking about right now. So I'm going to have to Google that. It's the roughest body of water in the world. It's between Patagonia and Antarctica. Okay. How so do you cross it? A ferry. A, bo- a boat. A oh. ship. Yeah, it's wild. That's how you get to Antarctica. And the Drake Passage is the roughest. It, watch videos. It's really fun. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right. b- boat nerd. Let's get to crushes. <laughs> Let's get to crushes. So if you're gonna have a crush Zoe, you gotta know who your crush is. It's like a <laughs> what is that? ASMR? Oh, hold on, we're like people do like you know what I'm saying? They they like <laughs> little sounds. Sometimes that, I watch yeah. the one that it's called Wood Soup. It's a big bowl, like a a big wooden bowl with a bunch of like wood balls in water and they use this ladle and it's just the sound of like kind of like pool oh yeah and it's just like it's like all these noise (laughs) let me see if i can do it do you know what would be a really good sound to do for asmr what so last night i I cut up some strawberries and i put them in a rinse of uh vinegar and water Uh uh-huh and then had it um like soaked it for a little while and did all of that and then put it in a sieve to like let the water drown out and the vinegar drown out and the way it sort of percolates through the the holes in the sieve yeah makes this really like 
slight like bubbling sound almost oh i would like that it's really kind of i was like ooh, what is that it's kind of nice and i kept putting my ear i love that yeah i like um the sound when cats eat something like like the i don't know that that I don't know how to explain it, but it's like the, I love the sound when like cats eat things up close <laughs> and people, the little mics there. I had so Suzuki on my uh, shoulder earlier, right after he finished eating. And so he was still licking his lips and it was the loudest noise I've ever That's heard. So cute. Life. It was so cute. He grunts too. That's mm. also my favorite. So who's your crush? My crush this week is Jack Smith. He he okay. is the, he's the lead prosecutor at the DOJ in the Trump crimes. Awesome. I was yeah, thinking Jack he was White. The, he, was, he was appointed by Merrick Garland to look specifically into Trump's What's going on criminality. with Trump? He's arrested, right? Yeah, he has uh, 37 criminal indictments, federal criminal indictments against him right now. Don't they have like a and 99% um, uh if it's like federal indictment, ninety nine percent. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know the rate of something. Like yeah, they generally speaking, like prosecutors in general don't bring charges against somebody unless they can get a conviction. Sure, sure. Um, so that and then so that this is just a documents case. Like there's still the January sixth case that they're gonna bring charges on Trump for as well. But that'll Do you think be he'll go to prison? I really fucking hope so. I mean, Can that would he, be honestly the sweetest goddamn thing ever. If he, if he gets, um, uh, what is that? If the charges go through, if he gets, he was already arrested. Yeah. If he gets, he's been found guilty. Arranged. Can he yeah. still run for president? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in there's the Constitution nothing, right? that says so he you can't. Can, okay. Yeah. So he could technically run from prison. Technically, yeah. Yeah, that'd be wild. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the idiots that follow him. Follow him straight to the oh, the God. jail cell. Absolutely um, awful humans. Who's your crush? Uh, my crush this week is Andrea Swift, Taylor's mother. Aww. I want to thank you for bringing Taylor Allison Swift into the world. Um, and also she's at every show, and she hangs out with the Swifties. And she switch. She used to go around pre-COVID, and she'd pick a couple people out and bring them backstage to meet Taylor. Uh huh. Um, which is amazing, but she's at every show and she's just talks with people. Now she um, uh, changes uh, friendship bracelets and does all that stuff. And she's just, she's so sweet. And I don't know, I just love her. And the fact that I got to glimpse her, it was so cute. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So um, Andrea, Andrea Swift. Yeah. Taylor, I love you. Thank you so much for the best night ever. Jack Smith, I love you. Thank you so Smith. much for the Swift. Similar best indictment ever did you ever see that one interview it's really funny real quick that is a taylor swift interview and the, the lady's like thank you everybody taylor smith and no. just in taylor's face she just kind of does this and like the lady just walks up and it's so fucking funny it's one of my favorite interviews of all time so oh my god she should actually name an album taylor, taylor smith. smith yeah taylor smith right. so we already said where you could find us um so yep. next week, we'll see you next Tuesday. Cunt. It's, <laughs> it's giving cunt. And be weird. Stay queered. Bye. Bye. Taylor Smith, everyone. Thank you, Taylor. She was talking about she was in this movie with Meryl Streep. And they were like, the go, you know.
she's mm-hmm. the goat and they would be like oh and they'd kind of just like in 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 passing saying that and there was a conversation going on and and Meryl Streep said to Jennifer Lawrence she's like oh the goat the goat the old goat will just go and do it the old goat and Jennifer Lawrence is like Meryl do, do you know what we mean by like goat and and she's like greatest of all time like the goat mean but she literally thought that <laughs> that that all these young actors and actresses were just you know just calling her an old goat like imagine Meryl Streep is the uh, arguably the greatest actress alive right now that and they were just literally referring to her as like the old goat she's like oh the old goat will just go and do it and they were like no you don't that's not why we're calling you that like it's yeah it was really funny 